Hello from ABA Mid-Year Meeting 2018 in Vancouver, Canada. I'm Jim Calloway. And I'm Jack Young. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here in Vancouver, where we actually have a bit of sunshine mixed with the liquid sunshine we've been enjoying so far. Today, we're talking about the opioid crisis. And Jack, why don't you let us know what plans the ABA is doing to help with this crisis? Well, thank you, Jim. I think as everyone knows, uh, the opiate crisis uh, is probably the largest national self-imposed crisis since the Second World War. More individuals now die of opioid opiate overdoses than die in automobile accidents. Uh, in response, the uh, ABA, uh, through the uh, Senior Lawyers Division, is holding a summit on May 4th in Chicago. Uh, the participants to the summit are representatives of the major sections, divisions, and forums uh, within the ABA. Our hope is that we will be able to address not only the crisis, but its impact on society. The opiate crisis now touches almost every American family in one way or the other, clients, law firms, and individuals involved in the court system. What we're hoping to do is to hold a summit that will look at helping lawyers deal with the crisis among themselves, the crisis among their clients, and the crisis in American families. Jack, I know you came into this as chair of the Senior Lawyers Division, but you indicated to me before we started recording there's a lot of different groups really involved in this situation and this summit. Well, there are, and interestingly enough, the summit runs the uh, gamut from senior lawyers to family law to, interestingly enough, sections like intellectual property. It shows the breadth of, of the crisis. It's really more than just a crisis. It's a disaster uh, that affects... Uh, the economic well-being of our country, but also the societal well-being of individuals. This is, uh, unlike other economic crises, this is one that's personal. If your son or daughter uh, is involved in uh, opiate addiction, uh, you know the personal suffering. And one of the problems is that opiates has a physiological effect on the brain so it's not easy to overcome. It is not something that's simply a one-month uh, recovery program uh, will solve. Recovery uh, takes years uh, and may never totally eradicate the cravings. It's also self-imposed in the sense that this crisis didn't have to happen. It arose out of the oversupply uh, of pain medicine. There were pharma companies, in including Purdue Pharma, uh, that made um, a, a great deal of money off of peddling pain pills where they were not necessarily required. We have instances of, of cities throughout the country where there are more prescriptions for opiates than there are citizens. Uh, this is a, a crisis that affects the rich and the poor uh, and needs to be addressed holistically. Uh, the ABA is one of the best forums for dealing with the legal issues as well as the societal issues. A good example is uh, addiction 
as a public health issue, but in almost every state, it can also be a crime. Well, punishing in a criminal way an individual who is addicted is just wrong. We need to think about ways to deal with our brothers, our sisters, uh, our colleagues, our partners, our associates uh, who are affected. Uh, and that one of the purposes of the summit is to start to deal with a response. Uh, we know what the problem is, uh, and we know how, they, how we got there. Some of the responses will be in litigation. I mean, I, I think it's not um, too far off to think that opiate litigation will rival the tobacco company litigation, both in scope and breadth, and it should. Uh, this is a public health crisis, but it has been dealt with for too long as a criminal issue. We need to think about where we apply our criminal laws to those pill pushers who uh, are getting rich off of uh, prescribing pills when they're not necessary, uh, to the pharma companies that were irresponsible uh, in marketing. But we also need to think about the public side of the health issue. Now, we got here in part because pharmaceutical companies told doctors originally that the opiates were not addictive. Well, nothing could be farther from the truth. Uh, and a lot of people got hooked uh, on opiates unintentionally. Uh, you're in an accident, you have a bad back, you have some pain, uh, and you're prescribed opiates. The next thing you know, you're hooked. And to get that monkey off your back is not the easy process. Within the bar, we, we basically look at uh, lawyer assistance programs uh, on the, the model of alcoholism. Uh, dealing with alcoholic recovery is a minor issue to dealing with recovery from drug addiction. And again, look at the, the numbers of people who die every year of an overdose. While we're having this interview, a host of people across the United States have died of an opiate overdose. Both federal government, state government, city government, uh, bar associations, medical profession uh, need to take this as the primary issue. We spent a lot of time uh, in the 80s about passive restraints and thinking about um, automobile deaths because we thought that the number of automobile deaths was in unacceptable. We had 40,000 deaths one year, and we thought that that was something that we could not tolerate. This year, there will be over 60,000 opiate-related deaths. And that doesn't include the number of families that are destroyed uh, by a member of being addicted to opiates. Well, uh, it is certainly a unique situation because many of these uh, addicts came to the uh, addiction by a legitimate medical treatment, at least what they understood to be legitimate medical treatment. We've seen a lot of our leaders in our country, from the president to Congress, talk about the opioid addiction. What unique thing do you think the uh, American Bar Association and its task force can bring to uh, bear on this problem? Well, yeah, the summit, again, is one small drop in the bucket of awareness uh, and taking what we know about the crisis uh, and coming up with strategies, ways of looking at our response that are compassionate, uh, but hopefully uh, successful. So far, we've had a president who's announced that it's a public health emergency, not necessarily a crisis, 
But we don't see any engagement from the federal government. As we know, uh, this, opiates are, in fact, a, a scheduled uh, drug. That's why they're prescribed. But we don't see um, active efforts by the FDA uh, to control the, the issue. We don't see uh, the kind of medical research into solutions. Because, again, we're talking about a highly addictive uh, drug that makes a change to your brain. And that change is what hooks you. And it's not something that is easily eradicated. You, you have to change the brain again. And that takes a great deal of, of time. But then we look at how we deal with, with um, those individuals who are addicted. They're not really addicts. They're victims. Uh, and that's a, a, one way to look at this thing. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of sympathy for someone who, who just decides to check out and get hooked on drugs. These are victims of, uh, of a societal problem. And one of the things that, that's disastrous about this is if an individual cannot get a hold of an opiate, uh, they will turn to fentanyl. They will turn to heroin. Heroin is a, is a cheap substitute high. And that heroin is coming to us through Mexico, from Afghanistan, uh, through organized crime, uh, so one of the things we need to be talking about is how do we get to treatment, how do we deal with the needs and the, and the cravings in a way that is beneficial to society. Right now, all we're doing is destroying families uh, and increasing criminal elements within the United States and the world. Well, let's hope that this summit can have some positive effect because we certainly know we need some help. Uh, before we close out today, I have one last question for you. If our listeners would like to follow up with you, how can they reach you? Well, they can reach me through the American Bar Association at the Senior Lawyer Division. They can go to our website, or they can actually email me at young at sandlerreef.com. That's S-A-N-D-L-E-R-R-E-I-F-F. Uh, and I'd love to hear from any of the listeners about what they think we can do, the personal stories, and anything that we can do to make their lives a little better. Remember that our primary function as lawyers is to make the world a little better. And maybe the summit will make the world a little better. We're not going to solve the problem, but maybe we can add to the beginning of uh, solutions. And isn't that what the American Bar Association is really about, and its best moment is when we serve uh, our fellow um, citizen. Well, that's an excellent closing thought, and don't be surprised if you do hear from some of our listeners. We've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guest, Jack Young, for joining us today. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with the Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. 
The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.